0: happy grumpy day to you welcome back to the grumpy links where grumpy is good today we're gonna go into detail more about using grumpiness to find happiness every day all right let's get started let's start with a basic example of how we can use grumpiness to find happiness so let's say your parents are trying to make you eat something that you just don't like. You don't like the smell of it. Maybe you've even had it before, but they are so worried. They think that you have to eat this certain item of food in order to be healthy or whatever their reasoning is. And you feel bad. <clears throat> you don't like that they're, they're insisting on you eating it. You don't want to eat it. Uh, it's just something you don't like. Now we know that sometimes people are insisting, us, insisting that we try something especially if we haven't tried it before because we might actually like it. So there is some discernment to know sort of when our grumpiness is guiding us to uh, the outcomes that we want to our happiness or that we're limiting ourselves and not trying some things that are new. Uh, But based on maybe certain information, we wouldn't try certain things um, just based on maybe ethical reasons, especially when it comes to food. So when we sort of put up a uh, boundary, even with our parents, that we're not going to eat something and that we learn to keep firm boundaries and, and, uh, and stand up for ourselves can lead to happiness. So even though I'm annoyed that my parents are insisting that I try something or eat something that I don't want to eat and I maintain that boundary and I don't eat it. And I learn not to care how my parents really feel about me uh, deciding not to eat something that I don't want. Now, of course, there's going to be parents that force kids and there's all different levels depending on the family, but if you have reasonable parents and they sort of just let it go, you know, maybe you've tried that food before and it's just something you don't like, your body is not telling you that it needs it, so you know there is happiness there that you can voice your opinion and that it matters and that it's valid that your feelings are valid and that you should not need something that your body doesn't want you to eat so that's just one simple example of how you know we can use our grumpiness which that's what happens when we're trying to be forced to do something we don't want to do can lead to lead eventually to happiness, to contentment, to empowerment. Now let's talk about perpetual grumpiness. And you may not have experienced that, or maybe at least you've known people that are perpetually grumpy. And how do we get out of a perpetual grumpy state? And oftentimes it's that we've agreed to live a certain way for a very long time that has sort of gone against what we really wanted in life. So even though we felt that we wanted to do something, we, based on our knowledge, based on the beliefs of our family, based on what we think their beliefs are, what they're gonna think of us if we make a decision, can cause us to continually go against what we think is right for ourselves. And that really can lead to perpetual grumpiness, to depression, to lack of motivation, to just going through the motions of life and being kind of miserable. So how do we get out of that when we've been practicing that for so long? It's really challenging to know what it is that we do want versus just fulfilling the wants of others over and over and over again, making sure we please them, trying to, you know, avoid confrontation and conflict and maybe being afraid of change. So... The biggest challenge is, is I think facing that fear and beginning to make even little decisions that go against the norm, that go against the status quo and even when it upsets others. And that can really be the key to unlocking uh, happiness for some, you know, for each of us. And to, so to use our grumpiness to sit with our grumpiness, to understand it more, to say, wow, you know, I have been going against what I've really wanted to do for so many years. I keep telling myself these limited beliefs based on other people's opinions or based even on my own. And it really hurts me to keep doing that. So this time I'm not going to do that. And I'm just going to try and do something different and to make decisions and voice my opinion that is in alignment with who I really want to be, with what feels good. That can be confusing for many of us that have been, in one way or the other, stuffing our feelings. So because of anxiety, because we don't want to change or we're afraid to change, we're afraid to do something different, that we might do things that on the surface feel good, like eating a bunch of pizza, drinking soda, and watching movies something I used to do and uh or a multitude of other things drinking alcohol, going to the bar, and doing that and uh and and even though they it might feel good in the moment on the surface, you know, underneath it it just causes health problems, weight problems uh you know, so it doesn't have good results. Feeling, something that following what feels good is really about, you know, it's more like observing a beautiful sunset or sunrise, you know, breathing fresh air in the morning, you know, going for a walk, uh, doing things like that that are sort of like balanced, uh, that feel good, have good results, uh, they're not on the surface, it's like sustained uh, balanced, uh, feel good results. So following that, when we imagine if we need to make a change and we have these ideas in our head, um, that make us happy, that make us inspired. But then what happens? Maybe doubt creeps in then. And doubt is just, I just had a thought that negated, the positive thought I just had, the daydreaming, the positive daydreaming I was just having, was interrupted by knowledge. It was interrupted by this negative, doubtful thought, which is tied to a belief, and then that sabotages. So, when that happens, a lot of times, I might feel like I want to go eat pizza and sort of numb myself from those negative feelings because they don't feel good so when we don't feel good and that's and and those thoughts are making us feel worse and then we know that it's sort of like not good for us it's not it's a waste of time uh it's not the direction we want to go and let's compare that so if like let's say I really want to you know I don't know so let's say Oh my gosh, you know, I, I see people sew and I see so many beautiful things. I want to do that too. But then you think, oh, I've never sewed before. Oh, there's so many people that are better than me. Why even bother? People are going to think I'm stupid. It's going to turn out like crap. Those are those negative, doubtful thoughts that sabotage a thing that actually feels good, which is daydreaming about that. And anything that we try is new is going to take some practice. And we're, we're doing it just for the fun of it. Not because of the results and not because of anything else. I mean we're always successful in every moment. We're successful the first time we try to sew, and we're successful the hundredth time we've tried to sew. Somebody's trying to call me. <clears throat> so now let's compare that to let's say you know, being in an abusive environment and, and, you know, somebody not treating us well and we feel like, hey, we got to go, we've got to get out of here, get out of this environment. But then we get the doubtful thoughts like, oh, how am I going to do this on my own? How am I going to take care of myself? Uh, those different types of things, which then sabotage the thing that we really need to do, which is probably very obvious to people on the outside, or maybe it isn't to people in our environment that say, you know, no, don't go, don't change. You know, it's okay to be in this environment, but there's something inside that's obviously saying, no, this isn't right. I got to get out of here. And that's empowerment. That feels good. It's like freedom. I feel freedom. And of course, there's always challenges along the way, but at the bottom, the source of it is I want freedom, and that means I'm going to push myself to this negative situation that's making me grumpy, let's say, and, and, and many other things, not just grumpiness, but uh, I like to use grumpiness to cover a lot of different emotions. So that way we can empower ourselves. So empower myself to go try sewing, to empower myself to get out of this toxic environment. And that's how I know I can use my grumpiness to under, better understand my emotions, to better understand what I need to do in this moment. And that's always changing. A situation when I'm 12, I'm gonna have a different decision than when I'm you know, 40. Uh, in terms of maybe a similar type of dynamic just because of a lot of different factors. So it's really about now. It's always about now. How do I feel now? What feels good now? And then following that to make the decisions I need to be happy, to feel empowered, and to feel motivated, motivated and inspired. I hope today's episode offered a little clarity on using grumpiness to find happiness more and more. And as always, you are wonderful, beautiful, amazing, talented, just the way you are, which means that I love you unconditionally, that you don't need to change in order for me to like you and love you. So although we want to find out ways to be better, maybe just a little bit, uh, in the next moment or tomorrow or next month or next year, but... I am good right now and so are you. We're doing the best we can with what we know and uh, more helpful information is coming to us and we'll use that to make our days better and better. Alright, have a good week, see ya!